episode 35 of Guns, Guitars, and Barbells. I'm your host, Colton Morrow Merrill, and we are known as two tools at Talking About Three Tools, but one of our tools is missing. He is vacationing in Mexico, and I'm going to get out ahead of this rumor and say, no, he is not involved with the cartel. I haven't heard anybody say that Josh is working with a cartel. Not yet, but I'm sure people will assume that. And uh, just want to just want to tell you guys, no, that's not even a rumor. So don't even go around telling people that Josh is involved with the cartel. Please don't do that. Anyways, we had Luke Mills on the episode tonight, and I did not do a super great job. I had some pretty intense nodding the entire episode and uh, sweating. Uh, that's something that Zoom gave me a chance to realize while I was interviewing him. Um, But he gave some pretty fantastic answers to some of my questions. And if I've been to a few Luke Mills shows, this guy's a great performer. He's a great guy. And you all need to go to some of his shows and uh, go check him out on Spotify. He's got some new music out and it's pretty fire. So go check him out and uh, enjoy the episode. Thank you. Stand on the box, stomp your feet, stop clapping, got a real good feeling, so I'm a better guy. Like three, six. Now I'm feeling so fly, like a G6. Like a G6. Like a G6. Thanks for uh, coming on to the Guns, Guitars, and Barbells show, Luke. How's it going? Good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, for sure. Fresh off a fishing trip. Is that right? I, I am fresh off a fishing trip. Yep. Uh, yeah, my father-in-law and brother-in-law and I and uh, his boy and a friend that we all went down to Lovewell, which is just south of Superior, Nebraska and Kansas. So Okay, nice. Catch anything good? I caught a bunch of drums and everybody else caught really awesome fish. And I, I caught sticks and drums. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, sticks and drums kind of works, right, for a musician. It, it does. <laughs> yeah. I th- yeah. Sure. Definitely, man. Um, I think one of the first things I, I mean, I was wondering was, I see you've been like, um, you dropped a few singles. Um, so is this, is there an album coming up or what's, so, uh, yes. what's on the rise? Uh, yeah. So for the last probably two years, we've been trying to get kind of, uh, our feet under us with a really good plan of attack. Um, uh, being an independent artist, you can't just shoot from the hip anymore. You know, like, like we used to do like 25 years ago, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, sure. um, so uh, yes, uh, kind of the plan was is over the last year to release uh, singles. Like we have been about every like three to four months and all along while doing that, we are in the process of putting together a full-length record, which I don't actually think we're going to put any of the past releases on the new one either. I think we're going to go with a full-on, brand-new, all-new songs on a, on a brand-new record. And to be honest, I don't know how quickly we're going to put that together. Uh, we have enough singles to release uh, through the summer. Uh, okay. And then I think we're trying to have that record ready to go if not by late this fall, uh, late winter. So maybe after the new year, 2023. Okay, nice. No, that's, that's exciting. 
Um, so you're performing a lot of these songs at like, uh, I imagine like uh, the summer tour might yes. be hectic for you. Perform yeah, this year. Yeah, no, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, it, it is. Uh, um, last year was really hectic. You know, when COVID hit uh, right before the 2020 summer season, uh, that was devastating. Uh, it, we, we were ready to launch a lot of things then, and it just took us out of the game. Every, we had about probably close to 30 shows booked just over the course of about three and a half months, uh, in 2020 and every single one of those shows before we got to April 15th had canceled and that granted it devastated us that there was a pandemic going on in the first place, but it, that really took the wind out of our sails. Um, and somehow, uh, with Nebraska staying mostly open, we were able to recover most of our dates, like the, the dates themselves with some sort of playing that summer. Um, and then, uh, last year, 2021, we really, we hit it hard, uh, for most of the year, starting in March of last year. And we went all the way through, uh, November and we actually only played since November. I think we've only played about four shows. And then we're this last weekend, we just started the ramp up again. So, so yeah, it, this summer is looking really good. Um, we've got our big, what you would call your anchor dates in, and, uh, we have a few open dates left, but I, I know that by the time we get to middle of June, the rest of the summer, like August and, uh, September will fill in really nicely. So nice, nice. That's exciting. Um, did you use that time, um, when you were away from playing shows during COVID to, uh, kind of record a lot of new music and kind of hone in on your, I don't know, on your playing guitar, I guess you do play bass, right? <laughs> I, I play a little bit. Of, I can play anything except the drums and I'm working on oh, that. Nice. Uh, um, I, I'm a master of none of them. Uh, I definitely concentrated more on writing really great songs. I got to work with uh, over the last two years, I've worked with two really great producers. Um, one of them out of Denver, Colorado, Joshua Olson. Um, he helped me do uh, love another day and answers on the wind. And those songs did really well for us through the pandemic and uh, even through last year uh, as the pandemic started to kind of wind down. Um, and then this last uh, last summer, I got to go out to Nashville uh, with a bunch of buddies, uh, Dylan Bloom and Tim Zock and uh, Shane Moore. And we went down there and I got to meet uh, Tim Zock's producer, um, Stokes Nielsen. And Stokes Nielsen and I really hit it off. We, we kind of connected and we ended up doing uh, the last two singles that you've heard. And we've got one more single coming from him this summer. So, and that would be a uh, hundred dozen roses. And then uh, we just released hero mm -hmm. and uh, we're getting ready this summer, probably around July 4th, we'll be releasing a song called proud. proud. And, but yeah, to really answer your question, we, I definitely dug in deep to the writing process mm -hmm. uh, and then getting the band just on the same page. Uh, the, the, my team is become probably more vital to me than anything uh, outside of the writing. Uh, so we, we all really, 
dug in deep. We all made a lot of sacrifices, obviously financially, because there wasn't a lot of money going over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but, um, we've, it's, it's coming together now. And, uh, it just really takes knowing what you want to do and planning it out and, and then crossing your fingers and, and, uh, hitting the horse on the butt and seeing yeah. what will happen, you know, for sure. Damn, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I am kind of curious, like, what do you, like, what instrument do you prefer playing when you are playing live shows? Um, I like to play guitar, uh, acoustic guitar. I'm, I am not a, uh, a lead guitar player. I, I do play a little bit of lead. Um, but man, there are so many better guys out there that can do way cooler things <laughs> than I can. Um, I really try to concentrate on vocals and just writing good songs. Um, and then, uh, just really allow other guys to come in with their strengths where I'm weak, uh, and, uh, take over in those areas when it's time to shine. Uh, bass guitar was my first real instrument that I really kind of had to take on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my first instrument ever was a, I learned to play guitar on a, and write songs when I was about 11 years old, uh, on a. 12 12 string guild guitar and oh, the thing was the thing was awful <laughs> like so bad uh, but my dad made me a deal that said he would buy me an electric guitar if i could make that uh 12 string sound great and so i worked really hard to make that sound good but i really fell in love with the writing process and the music part of it when i actually was would play bass and try to sing and uh so i have a special place in my heart for playing bass and lead singing and and letting other guys just really take on the the, the real truth is, is i don't look cool playing a guitar but i look halfway decent playing a bass guitar so <laughs> nice nice is it uh is it tougher like uh, when you're singing is it tougher to play one or the other like acoustic yeah it's bass or... it's definitely a little more difficult to play bass when you're lead singing um you've got to pay a mo- lot more attention to the rhythm that's going on you just can't do like quarter notes and eighth note strums uh, which does make playing acoustic guitar a lot easier, uh, um, when you're singing the, uh, and of course with my band, sometimes I can just put the guitar down and just be a front man, you know, and get the crowd going and just be a singer. Um, but, uh, yeah, bass guitar is not an easy thing to do. There's not a lot of lead singer bass players. Um, and for good reason, it's, it's difficult to do. and i don't like i don't like to do it i've had plenty of bass players um but every once in a while you know a bass player's got to go to a wedding or can't make a show and so i I guess i'm the guy (laughs) (laughs) is it do you have the same band or is it uh or like do you kind of interchange people in your band or how does that work i try to keep the same guys as much as possible um i mean you know i've been playing music since uh gosh 1994 five uh since high school my mm-hmm. freshman year um a lot of different bands a lot of different lineups um a lot of special things about all those lineups i've been in rock and roll bands uh even uh, the the synth uh i guess you would call it synth metalcore oh, <laughs> bands wow. like yeah I, th- what you have to understand about me is i'm a big fan of just music Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely raised on George Strait and Alan Jackson with my dad. Uh, my dad's a true blue cowboy. Um, he taught me how to rope and ride and we've done horses and, 
we've, we've done the real thing, but I was a rebellious young man and wanted to play that evil electric guitar, you know? And so I wanted to play some metal Mm -hmm. and we did some of that, did the old screamo stuff. We've done a little bit of everything, but the, the, the band that I have now uh, in the country version of my career um, we've been doing this for since about 2011 and it's seen about three uh, significant lineup changes. Um, I do, I do have to give props to my drummer. I've had only two drummers. My first drummer, Ryan, not, uh, he drummed for a while. He's still one of my best friends, but he's, he's in a rock and roll band now and he loves doing that. But, uh, my drummer, Sam Schrader, uh, this dude has stood the test of time out of all the members and he he's a trooper. So he's been there basically from the beginning of this, of the, the country stuff that we've been working on. And uh, we've had a couple different guitar players, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's tough to keep a good band together, but I think we have a really great lineup right now. We've got a lot of talented guys. That's good. That's really good heading into this summer with uh, you know, all of the dates and everything. Um, do you make your drummer, do you make him play with one hand when you're, uh, doing the Def Leppard songs? <laughs> we've, we've joked about that. Yeah. Um, no, we don't. And, and that's, that's just kind of the funny thing about doing this country stuff is we still play rock and roll at our shows because uh, deep down in my heart, I, I, like I said, I'm a big fan of all kinds of music. The only music I don't really get into is probably like opera, you know? Um, but even some of that I do like, but yeah, we, rock and roll is my favorite thing and it's it's safe to say that Def Leppard is probably my favorite rock and roll band mm-hmm. and and so uh yeah we have a lot of fun trying to pull off Def Leppard songs and one day I'll get to apologize you know to Phil Collin and those guys and be like I'm, I'm sorry we covered your songs and destroyed them you know <laughs> nice well I mean you've always played uh I think I've seen you three times and uh you ended with that Def Leppard each time and it sounded really good. So, Thank you. I, I appreciate like that. It. Yeah, for sure. I remember, uh, you know, Wild Roses, uh, Steven I do. Wild Roses. Yeah. They said that, uh, since they're a rock band and it's tough for them to play country sometimes because not all rock band rock fans like country, but right. I, it kind of works in your favor that all country fans like rock most of the time. I, but. I think so. I think, and those, by the way, the wild, wild roses boys and well, and their girl lead singer, those guys are the nicest people I think I've ever met in music and they're so good. And I like hanging out with them. And one of these days we're going to do a show with them. Like that's going to happen, but yeah, the rock and roll thing, it's nice to do country because, you know, country people can really appreciate rock and roll because a lot of the rock and roll riffs are their blues, you know, their blues riffs and their, their rock. That's what rock and roll basically is and should be until you get into like the metal stuff, you know, right, yeah. but, but, uh, there's a lot of great crossover things. I mean, you got like, uh, one of my favorite other favorite artists is, is a uh, kid rock, you know, yeah. okay. and you've got, you know, uh, his really crazy stuff when he first came out that didn't, was almost too rock and roll. And then that dude is a big, huge, George Strait fan. He's a big, huge Johnny Cash fan, and mm-hmm. he loves just straight, good old fashioned, gritty country. You know, so yeah. a lot. It's easy to cross over that way. It is harder to cross over back rock and roll to country. I have a friend 
and we used to play rock and roll together. And I, he's a great guitar player, great blues lead player. Uh, I love playing rock and roll with him. He, he refuses to be in my country band and play licks on country songs. So yeah, <laughs> he, he hates it that much. For sure, man. Uh, yeah. Going back to uh, yeah, kid rock is insane. I went to uh, one of his, when he was in Omaha a few months ago, went yeah. to that show and I don't think there was one genre that wasn't represented in that show, but no, that guy is very impressive. Very impressive. Well, uh, um, there's a segment that we started doing recently on here. It's uh, so if you were in a canoe, it's a five person canoe going down the river and you can have four other people on you in this or with you on this canoe ride, uh, public figures, uh, dead or alive, or it doesn't matter fictional or non-fictional. Who would it be? All right. You think? Oh man, that's so great. Um, well, one, I will have to say automatically, uh, my wife, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's just a given, right? So no, <laughs> I, no should have, great. I, I should have, uh, uh, so it'll be like uh, public figures. Oh, okay. Oh, so I always, I always kind of clarify on that. Yeah. No, right. you're good. Say the family members, but no, I got you. I understand. I don't know if you know, though, my wife is probably going to be a political figure one day. I'm sure okay. of it. No, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, you know, that's a great one. I definitely, um, my faith is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely like to uh, have met uh, Jesus Christ. That's, that's yeah yeah i mean i would i would love to actually visit with that dude and mm-hmm. uh, pick his brain about like how how the things are working and and his take on everything that's happening in the world even right now mm-hmm. you know yeah. and and what he would what kind of decisions he would be making mm-hmm. um and uh second person Dude, these are this is a good question. I've never actually had this one before. This is a good yeah, one. It's a it's a fun one. Um Oh man. Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Yeah, like mine was like Michael Scott and Johnny Cash and kind of Yeah. I would probably definitely have to I'd want to sit down. I, I would want Paul McCartney in the boat. Nice. With me. Sure. Um I just have a lot of respect for the guy. I've never met him. I've, I've read a lot of stuff about him, but that dude's done a lot of different genres and he just, he's an artist, you know? Sure. Um, I would like to probably say that the other people I would like to meet or have in the boat. Let's see. Man. Uh, so many people uh, i know it's a tough question but the uh you know it's funny i would like to say i'm going to cheat a little bit here i'd like to say abraham lincoln i really yeah. would um the one the dude just looks interesting as i'll get out oh, but sure. you know he was another one of the, those things he's he was a president and a leader in a time of great division in our country and somehow was able to, to kind of bridge the gap in my opinion on both sides of the aisle, if you will. Um, uh, I, I just, that would be another one of those things I just like. I'm, I like to think of people who have done some just really great things to bring unity to the world and, and positivity, you know? Um, 
so yeah i I would like to have him so we've got uh got lincoln jesus lincoln mccartney and paul mccartney fourth guy let's see what kind of person do we need in the cabinet here uh you know to follow those three up yeah no doubt you know let's just go way back in time i i think i would uh oh let's go with uh somebody from egypt like uh like one of the pharaohs you know uh like just let's go thousands of years back Mm -hmm. uh if they could speak english and they could communicate i'd probably say you know well because he's just so interesting uh king tut because he was Uh, yeah such yeah those those would be the guys i guess right right off the top of my head you know oh yeah (laughs) that is a that is a very interesting canoe ride that's for that's for sure it would be it really would be we definitely would have some some uh probably amazing discussions about some crazy stuff yeah 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 no kidding uh for this uh this last one we've got rapid fire questions Okay. Um, all right. So I'll just I'll throw them your way. Uh, buck cherry or hinder? Oh, hinder. Okay. Uh, you get to ban one song from the radio. What is it? <laughs> Old Town Road. <laughs> nice. <Thank laughs> you. Uh, most underrated artist in Nebraska. Ooh. Most underrated. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Hmm. You know what? Just with the amount of work he's put, I'm going to say Dylan Bloom. Okay. For now, there's a bunch of other guys. I mean, there's guys like Tim Zock and DJ Bridwell, mm-hmm. and and there's a whole bunch more. But I'm going to, yeah, Dylan Bloom has definitely been underrated. That that dude's a, yeah, he's a diamond in the rock. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what's your uh, favorite town to play in? Oh. Or venue? Always the, uh, favorite venue to play. Um, favorite venue is probably going to be five rocks out in gearing because it's such a nice big open venue. There's always like a thousand people out there mm-hmm. and, uh, it's just been a lot of fun to go do that place. You know, it's Nebraska's version of, uh, of, uh, the, of, uh, red rocks basically, okay. you know, give or take a few mountains. Yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. Damn. I need to go there. I haven't been there. Man. Uh, what's your, uh, favorite Def Leppard song? hysteria hysteria nice yeah nice there's a, so many more but hysteria is just one of those that the first time i ever heard it it just had all the parts it had all the feelings in it it was it's that it's that love song you know yeah. uh with with all the all the grit in it the guitar work and the production on that from mutt lang just one of my favorite sounds you know yeah no that song that song goes hard i uh that is definitely my favorite Def Leppard song yeah yeah oh for sure well um do you have you want to plug away so you've got that song coming out around the fourth right yeah so it'll probably come out probably closer to the beginning of july um it should be out and playing and streaming before the fourth um it's called proud um it was produced by um stokes nielsen and out of nashville tennessee um i'm a i'm a big nebraska guy i love everything that i love being from nebraska i love this state 
Um, I'm, I love all the hardworking people out here that like have supported me with their hard earned cash to come be entertained. Um, get ready to check the lukemillsmusic.com and see where we're going to be. Um, lots of dates. Um, we've got, we are funny thing about that question about Hinder or Buckcherry. Yeah. Uh, we played with Hinder last year for a little bit on a couple of dates and we will be with them again this summer for a date and maybe, maybe more. I haven't heard yet, but there's definitely another one in the works. Um, we're going to be, uh, at July 15th, uh, at the Adams County fair fest. Uh, we're going to be playing with a uh, Walker Hayes. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be a fun one. Um, we've got some other shows this summer with uh, Chris Cagle and Casey Donahue. Um, we've got diamond Rio coming up that we'll be playing with. And of course, uh, uh, we, we just did that show with, uh, Eddie Montgomery. So yeah, it's really just about, uh, keeping up with us and us trying to put out as much as we can on social media. Uh, I'd like to really plug the Spotify, anyone that's doing the Spotify listening, uh, go check out, you know, Luke Mills on Spotify. Uh, please click that follow button on Spotify. I, I actually, it, that does more for us than so much it does more than liking us on instagram or facebook um if you want to support us and you're already a spotify subscriber man go check out our page check out the first five songs give them a spin uh share it but definitely hit that follow button on spotify that would really help us out a lot damn yeah for sure dude hell yeah man oh and there's uh one question i should have asked this earlier so it sounds like oh you're good You've uh, you've played and played with like some pretty big names in music across a few different genres. Um, what's like uh, the most important thing that you've learned from just being around those guys, like uh, and, and Eddie Montgomery and uh, Diamond Rio? Man, uh, so I ha I haven't met Diamond Rio yet. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be the same. Every artist that we have been able to play with in the last three years, well, and even my entire musical career. There have been some big artists who I won't name that, man, it was pretty disappointing, you know, to, to be around them. Uh, their actions were nothing professional. It was, it was sad. And, mm -hmm. but the, the man, the bands that have really spoke to me. Um, well, Easton Corbin, he's one of the guys that I, I just have really grown to appreciate, uh, the hinder guys being a rock and roll band that, you know, sing a lot about, uh, you know, some really hard subjects, you mm -hmm. know, uh, those dudes are so professional and their new singer, um, man, those guys are just great. Uh, still professional. They keep it classy backstage. It's not gross. And mm -hmm. they still, you know, come out and say hi to people and, and interact, um, out of all the bands, uh, the thing I've taken the most from is, is, uh, never think that you're too good because your fans are what make you, uh, mm -hmm. you the fans that buy your music, you know, we, we they spend hard earned money that they work for, you know, to come to shows and to buy merchandise and, and to, to do things. And when you're trying to just evade them and, not talk to them or show them some sort of appreciation. I get that appreciation comes from the show, but mm -hmm. like 
but when you cross paths with somebody, even just walking down, you know, the street or the sidewalk before a show, uh, hanging out with a lot of these guys, I've learned to be really gracious and to not think that I'm above anything, you know, uh, we're all, we're all trying to survive this world. And if I get to be a little bit of a, of a entertainment and bring some joy to some people's bad week or bad day or bad month or bad year, then, and they, and they've bought a ticket or they bought a shirt or they bought something, then, then it, I owe it to them to, to say hello, you know, to, 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 if they want a picture, you take a picture with them. Uh, you never think that people are, we had one big artist and like I said, I won't name who it was, but even the bands that were opening for them that day, who were really excited, uh, a band, a, a specific artist called the bands and even the fans, a bunch of trolls being backstage trying to just catch a glimpse you know mm -hmm. and that really did not sit well with me and i i told myself that day i will never ever say that about fans and people trying to make an event something special you know so that's it you just got to be humble you just have to take your licking when you get a licking and and mm -hmm. just be happy when you get good things going and share the love you know yeah that's awesome sounds like you have a really good outlook on on uh, life in the music industry. So it's good. Um, and there's, yeah. uh, so we'll end it with one word from you. Just one word, any word. All right. Use it. <laughs> um, love. Love. Love, guns, guitars, and barbells. All right. That's Thanks. it. All right. Have a good night, man. You too. Thank you.